welcome to Teachers Off Duty. If you've never listened with us before, my name is Rebecca Rogers. I'm R Rogers World on all social media platforms. My name is Bree, Honest Teacher Vibes on all social media platforms. I'm Lauren Woolley, Mrs. Woolley in fifth. And I'm Vinny Thomas, Mr. Thomas English on all social media apart from Instagram where it's V Thomas English because someone stole my name. Looking at you, Instagram, <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> Give Vinny his name back. Free I'm gonna, Vinny Thomas. I'm going to say I'm going to make t-shirts. <laughs> Free my boy. <laughs> but anyways, we know that with, in, with the case of any job, there are always things that you wish you learned in either school or college or training, whatever it is that you did before, that you kind of make it to the job and you're like, wow, I have absolutely no idea how to handle this or what to do. And that's what we really wanted to talk to you guys about with teaching of things we wish we learned in school, but just didn't at all in the slightest bit <laughs> specifically in like college like things we should have learned mm-hmm. in our teacher programs that yeah they you know neglected to tell us that's yes. an alternate rap program big dog that right. you do yeah. no student yeah. teaching you uh-huh. had no student teaching you did your little course that was like super easy got your certificate and they just threw you in the classroom Holy and you ain't know what you was doing just floundering around what is the biggest thing from like your alternate route program trainings that you're like oh, wow i wish i had more training on this um how to deal with them crazy parents i'm like first of all how <laughs> I, I had to when they call and they be talking crazy i'll be like hold on let me look at this phone because i know they can't be on my phone talking crazy. i know you ain't talking to me you must be talking to somebody, but I know it's not me. Then I'm like, bro, you can't do that. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk to him like that. But uh, time management uh, and like the amount of things that we have to do, lesson plans and how they are completely unrealistic to yes. what you do in uh-huh. undergrad, oh, and what yeah. you do in the alternate route program versus what you actually had to submit yep. for a lesson plan in the yep. classroom. That's insane. Our, our lesson. Oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. no, I was just going to say at my at my school, like going off of the lesson plan thing, like at my college at least when i went there i know they've changed the program a lot since i've had student teachers in my classroom now they like highly frowned upon getting any kind of materials from like teachers pay teachers or anything like that really so they, yeah like and i was in the elementary ed program and they were like Live on teachers they pay like teachers. really wanted us to make all of our materials and so i spent hours and hours making different things i didn't have to make Right, but um, like never. <laughs> no, I know, but like you know, I was stupid, and so I did it. And like now, when I'm at like in my actual classroom, I'm like, it's not at all like that. I will hop on Teachers Pay Teachers Man, and be like, so where funny. can I find a spelling I, test template? So now that you say that, I feel like I just had a core memory unlocked of like one of my education professors like calling me on the phone while I was at work as a mm. waitress. Like I had to excuse myself because my professor kept calling me. And she's like, it's come to my attention that some of your slides that you submitted for your student teaching stuff were like, like a lot of it was taken from another website on Teachers Pay Teachers or something. And I would just sat there and I was like, can we not do that? Like, is that not a thing to use other people's resources that are available online and she's like no and i'm like then why is it there like yeah and, <laughs> like what i find so strange because like i trained in england and we're right. it's a completely different now oh, so yeah. when you're doing your like how it works in england is usually you do your undergrad which is three years instead of four because mm-hmm. you know they start us on undergrad stuff when we're still in school so we don't have to pay for it that's oh, another wow. conversation interesting um, and literally after you do your undergrad if you then so i wanted to be an english teacher so i then went and did my one year pgce which is postgraduate 
certificate in education mm-hmm. and you have two placements uh-huh. so you have one at one school and it's usually like you have one like public school and one like charter grammar school so you get a mix so you mm-hmm. can see what setting you'd be good in and it also gives you a difference in like demographics to see like you're at a behavioral school or you're at a school that doesn't have as many behaviors right. um, so that you can get a like a vast like experience basically and each of the schools i went to in england it was very much like the school would follow a really like set curriculum where all of the teachers in this year would teach this text and how it would work is you wouldn't have like a i'm a year seven teacher like you have like seventh grade english teachers Mm -hmm. instead you would be an english teacher and you would teach one high level year seven one low level year eight one year nine one year eleven one year twelve and it would be a mixture and when i tell like like that to american teachers they're like how do you plan for that but Mm -hmm. the difference is everyone collaborates you go into your school you go on the shared drive click english you can find every single lesson made because at the end of every school year i'm moving to england okay because at the end of every school year it is one teacher's job you delegate you spread it out and you'll tag team and you'll look at the curriculum created for that year and you'll adapt it and you'll say right what went well what didn't go well and each scheme of work for each year would be adapted to high <laughs> low nice. level See, I've, <laughs> I've been at high schools where they've tried yeah. to do something like that um because at my at my first at my first school the plt the the group of world history teachers like they tried to do something like that but the curriculum just changes so often that it's hard to like keep on i like that though like i wish it was more common and it also like to me i just found when i first came here i was like i've came from a foreign country like Mm -hmm. yeah i'm british um but at the same time i was like i've came here i've been offered a job and in England, when you interview for a school, you have to do a practice lesson. That's part of your interview. Oh. Are you? Well? Yeah. You I are, like that. There, there's a school in my area, one school in my area that does that. No other school that I've ever interviewed for, though, does that. And it's usually the bougie, like, and to me, I was like, that traumatized me. So it would be you and the person that's also interviewing for the same job would split oh. the one hour class period. You have to both teach your own lesson and they watch you and they observe you and then you do the interview okay, no, that's too and much. it's like a whole thing where like i was like i don't want to do this oh then i came gosh. i came here thinking it was the same thing and literally like to me it kind of blows <laughs> my mind to think a 30 minute conversation with someone behind a desk makes them think like yeah we want to see you in front of like you're here you're <laughs> under contract for a whole year and i'd be like this is worrying to me and then like <laughs> especially like then i'd start teaching and i was thinking okay like in england you do um it's called an nqt which is newly qualified teacher mm-hmm. used to be one year now it's two years mm-hmm. where you have a slightly reduced timetable so you have more time to be able to meet with like your mentor because mm-hmm. you have a mentor that helps you you get signed off on everything Dang. and there's all of this structure and support and to me when i came here Bruh. i was like is no one going to check in on me like <laughs> Okay, like everything you just said just pissed me off. I'm moving to England. (laughs) Okay, in Ohio, you have a four-year resident educator program. So, like, when after you have your four-year bachelor's degree, you get you land your first teaching job. The first year is like you have to do certain tasks or whatever. The second, and you have a mentor through this whole thing, but mm-hmm. your mentor doesn't really do much of anything. Um, they just kind of make sure you're doing like not not to their fault, but like they just don't really do much. Like you could ask them questions and stuff, but they're not right. allowed to help you with the tasks. Oh, wow, so okay. I don't know, but oh, you have four <laughs> years. You have four years of tasks, and then you have to submit your 
your RESA and it's like the summative assessment for your resident educator program. And then they determine whether or not they're going to give you a professional license or if you're going to have to continue and do more hours for a temporary license or whatever. But like no support whatsoever. Like I totally could see being shocked by that. Like I would like I can't imagine how much better life would be and this yeah. goes back to the episode we just did about right. teachers quitting how much better life would be for teachers if Had they were provided with a lower amount of work not i'm not saying like a lot but like a little bit more time to plan because yeah. you don't have a bag of tools to pull from your first right, year teaching right and you don't have a slew of assignments that you've created over the past five six years mm-hmm. to pull from either so to have that oh my god how and invaluable that would be and great. i remember i like in my first week all of these random people kept coming into my class and sitting at the back and i used to be like oh my gosh they're trying to check that i can actually do this because they're hiring me on the street i'm just going from england i remember i went to my head of department and i was like why are all these random people coming into my classroom like uh like, am I going to be fired? Like, tell me the truth. And he turns around to me and he's like, Vinny, man, I'm going to be honest with you. They just want to listen to your fancy British accent. <gasps> I, like, I had 20 people in my room this week. I thought I was going to be fired. They just want to hear me speak. Like, I, love, I love your American accent. It's <laughs> like, old head of department is like from Alabama. I was going to really say like, husky, very southern. Like, yeah, southern American accent. When y'all were in college for, so your is your undergrad in education? My und- so basically I got screwed over when Uh-oh. so uh. you have to like transfer um, you have to pay it's like six hundred dollars to have your credentials translated when you move abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my PGCE because I knew it was internationally recognised and yeah, I was like long term I know I'm going to move. Um, some things in England aren't. So um, how it works is because we only do a three year undergrad. Mm-hmm. My PGCE actually counted as a third of a master's and I got all A's. So I would have had like a third of my master's done what? because. All of my essays were like top graded essay. That's awesome. Um, Wow. When I transferred here, I paid money and they were like, well, you only did three years of undergrad. So that one year PGCA, I lost my master's (gasps) credits. And now I have a triple major because I had English Lit and Media and Communications. And now I have secondary education. So I have a triple major and lost my master's credits when I came here. Did y'all have... um, both y'all did undergrad? So my yeah. undergrad, yeah, my, my undergrad was early childhood education, and then I tacked on a fourth and fifth grade endorsement so I could teach up to fifth grade. Okay. So um, for my regular undergrad, uh, it was a four-year degree, but, like, my university, the way they structured their semesters was so stupid, and, like, I literally had to <laughs> take a summer. I did, I did... Like, all four years, I took completely full schedules, and then I also had to do a semester in the summer with four classes so I could graduate in four years. Otherwise, it would have been a five-year degree. Dang, and then my And then I did another summer semester with three classes to get the fourth and fifth grade endorsement. So it was, like, a whole thing. And then, like, how it works at my university, it was you had... Um, Basically, your gen ed classes that you took for the first year and mm-hmm. some of your education classes, like the lower level ones. And then like once you hit your third year in uh, your undergrad, it, you had to have like a certain GPA and you get you can apply to get into upper division, mm-hmm. which is like all of the teaching classes and like doing like work in schools and like right, stuff right, like right, that. Right. So, I mean, it was pretty intense, but it was like they set you up to not graduate in four years because they want your money yeah <laughs> like, so the reason i asked that is because i did an alternate route program mm-hmm. 
they obviously didn't teach us anything about right. classroom management and that kind of stuff. But in y'all's undergrad, did y'all have a class about classroom management? Oh, it was so not dumb. Not really. Yeah, it like, was not like, the way that it should <laughs> yes, have been. Yes, I did. See, like, also for me, like, so how my college did it is I had to major. I basically had a double major because mm-hmm. I had to major in history, but also get my licensure which wasn't a major but it was like a major mm-hmm. on the side okay so like we basically double major and like if you're high school or middle school you major in your content area but if okay. you're elementary you major in like childhood development oh yeah and yeah, then yeah. Okay. like again like you get your license on the side and it's like a double major but it doesn't count as a major mm. but when it comes to student teaching like, like that for my brother my brother is middle school um science and social studies and he it it literally was a degree it was like yes well the, yes like in middle like school our, science and social yes. studies they did they just didn't do it that way at my school right. like even like nc state right next door did it like completely mm-hmm, different yeah. it's just how, how our program did it um but like even student teaching I don't feel like, like, and I, I used to joke about this all the time to my colleagues, is I don't consider my student teaching year in college, like, student teaching, because I didn't learn anything at all. Yeah. Like, not even exaggerating, and, like, I'm really sorry if she's watching this, but, like, my CT, which a cooperating teacher, the teacher mm-hmm. I was paired with in student teaching, she would leave the room when I taught for, like, the first half of the semester. Like, she wouldn't watch me. And I would, like, <laughs> like I need bring a drink from the vending machine. Like, she would go and hang out with <laughs> the teacher down okay. the hall. And, like, I would bring her, like, my my professors want feedback. I want to know how I'm doing. She, oh, you're doing great. And I would just think, like, you're not watching me. And then my professors came in around midterms, and they were just like, you're not where you need to be. You're not, but, like, they're like, you're not doing what you should be doing, but they wouldn't specify of what I yeah. wasn't doing. It was so weird. And they just, like, kept telling me that for months. I didn't change anything because I didn't know what to change. And all of a yeah. sudden, one day, they're like, that's perfect. And right. I'm like, and it makes no sense. I didn't make any yeah. changes <laughs> We need a class. All. We need a class in how to unjam the copy machine. Yes. <laughs> we need a class in... How to be able to go take a crap real quick when you accidentally eat the cat <laughs> when you eat that cafeteria food because you left your lunch at home. We need a class and how tech not support. to support. Yeah, we need a tech support after this past year Listen, when we, with the pandemic. Yeah. I feel like we could work yeah. for Google for or some, Microsoft. Some of the classes I took at the time, I was like, "What the heck am I ever going to use this right. for?" Like some of the things, I was like. Mm, okay, that was kind of useful. Yeah, and then the ones that I thought would be useful are like completely useless like so the one class in in elementary ed it's really like you have to take a slew of different things so i literally had to take my first year a two semester class that was not i didn't have to take a math class like Mm -hmm. usually everyone has to take at least one math i hated that i had to take teaching elementary math and i had like how we learn or how we teach in base 10 so like counting one to ten and then Mm -hmm. you make a group of ten and so on i had to learn that in base four and it's like a whole, it like shows you how it is for a kid to, to learn base 10. Oh, so it was like, interesting. that class was, it was kind of interesting to see huh. that. So that was cool. And then um, I had to take an elementary, it was like childhood development. I had to take childhood mm-hmm. health. So I literally had to, I took a class from a nursing professor about childhood health. I had to learn about all these di- like diseases and yeah. like symptoms of them. And I'm like, oh, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how right. you expect me to remember these, but like. It's useful to know. Right. I wish I, they would. I just wish I could remember. It. I wish they would have did a class in college on teachers' mental health and how to take care of yourself. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Are, right. Especially your first year teaching. I know you mm-hmm. get like these random like 
kind of like this is a wellness kind of seminar no. and it's like it's why do just- I need to sit I had one where I went to and this woman put a glass down and was like this is my cup this is how I fill it <laughs> and literally was like this was the trip I went on to Australia and did a slideshow of everything you did and she's like this is how you have wellness and I'm like but no, what about you right now like, I don't no. care about your Australian I can't afford no. Australia did you come to like help me with my mental health or did you just want to brag about going to Australia right. like no, I don't Something I wish I would have gotten taught in in school was all the freaking acronyms that there are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, many there are acronyms. so many acronyms, and I like I know maybe a handful of them, and then like other times, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. So I I got put on this new committee this year, and it's called NNPS. I now know the name of it. Um, at the beginning of the year, when I was put on the committee, I didn't even know what it was called. <laughs> Like, I was like, I'm on the NPS. NBC. And I'm like, I don't know what it's called, but I'm on a committee for community engagement. Like, that's all I know. Sounds like Vinny trying to say a set of medicine. There are so many. There are so many. And I'm like, how are we supposed to remember all these? I think for me, the main thing that I was like, I remember coming in and I had like next to no sped training whatsoever. Oh, yeah. right. I, like, and I right. came from a foreign country. Someone said 504 and I was like, is that a phone quiz? Is that a zip code? I don't know. <laughs> um, and literally, like, I remember coming in and I looked at my list. At this point, the most I'd ever had in England was one, maybe two IEP sped students in a class. Right. I looked is at my Is that not typical? Are like IEPs like they are, but I don't know how they do it. But like, I don't know if it's just like different populations. But like in my experience, like my schools like in England didn't have as high a volume of IEP as America. Each class, right? Well, I also think you know, depending on the district, some some like kids are identified differently in other districts Mm -hmm. than you know. Yeah. So I mean, it all depends on how districts are identifying kids with IEPs but like, yeah, it it depends on the district how many are in the Well, and I remember, I was like, because this is what one thing that I wish I would have known. When you go to a district and you apply for a school all of the internal transfers in that district happen first. Oh, yeah. So all of the great schools that everyone wants to work for, old Pam's already put in for a transfer there. So when you're trying to get into that school district, you can bet you're going into the school that no one in that district wants Wants to to work for. And you you go into it and you're like, oh, I got into my district. And like you're like going all of this massive parade about it. And then you get there and everyone's like, welcome, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And I said this to my wife when she was applying last year. I was like, I'm going to be real with you. When you get in with a district, the likelihood is, unless you are blessed and everyone loves their school and they're situated, you are going to get the bad school in the district because that's your entry. You start at the school with a bad reputation and then you transfer and then you build up. And I think that's something that I wouldn't have expected as a first year teacher. And a a lot of, you know, I, I know they helped us in college, like getting our resumes ready and stuff like that. But like a lot of the stuff I realized when I was applying for jobs is like it's very much who you know. Yeah. Like, at yep. least in my yeah. area, it was very much who you know to get an interview or to get into the, the school. The school I'm at now is not the case. I had never even heard of the school I'm at before mm-hmm. I applied there. So that was kind of just like happenstance. But like the other, like my first school I ever taught at, I literally got my interview because I know the curriculum director. Yeah. And they got me an interview. That, right. like, I'm going to be real. Like that's why I got my yeah. interview. But like, you know, I I just feel like so much of everything I've learned on the job was more useful to me than 
any class I sat through yeah. at my university. It's like, why did I not tell you in college how hard your first year of teaching is right. going to be? They just sing you out all yeah. right out and push your tail. <laughs> and you just excited and feel like yeah. you go save the world. And you come in and a kid tells you to shut the F up talking to them. And you're like, what kind of sham are y'all running around here? Y'all didn't tell me it was going to be or like, like this. Or like they preach. So like in elementary ed, you had I had to take literally a child a, a child classroom management um, class. And they, we had this whole big project where we had to design a classroom environment, and then we had to. <laughs> they be killing goodness. me when I do stuff like that. Like a binder. <laughs> I had to design a classroom environment. I had to create a classroom management system that included X, Y, and Z, and like <laughs> it's um, so comical to and me. And I look at this project that I made, and I'm like, that would never work in my ever, classroom. Yeah. I'm like, that would never ever work. And I got an A on that. <laughs> you know something? Like I almost even em- embarrassed myself in front of an admin because of something that I was taught so wrongly in college Mm -hmm. like in college they my professors literally told me that at the end of the year when you have your summative observation Mm -hmm. meeting and like you know you have the standards and you get rated as proficient or accomplished and all the things Mm -hmm. my professors told me that i had that we would have to go through every single standard and every single thing and like bring in data to show that we deserve the next higher mark Every single time. She said we had to do that for every single one. And, you know, my first year teaching, I, like, my first actual year teaching, um, they had displacements because they just opened a school, like, down the road. And so, like, I didn't have a real summative observation mm-hmm. because they were getting ready to let go. Not let go, but, like, displace. And I was one of the teachers displaced. That's how I ended up at the other school. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, two teachers from every single department. So, it wasn't a real observation they just kind of said yeah we're happy with you see ya and then like the next year covid we didn't have observations mm-hmm. and so last spring was my first actual oh, real observation it was my principal who was doing it mm-hmm. and the one that didn't like me oh, and i showed up trying to argue about every single standard because that's that's what my professor told us we had to do maybe these professors need to go back to the classroom <laughs> like, y'all go slow for but me I think it needs to like because you don't get trained in how to s- identify when someone in an admin role yeah. is not doing their job yes. correctly. Yes. You're, you're told you need yeah. to be professional. But like, I remember I had an observation and like, no tea if they're watching this. <laughs> like, if you're watching remember, this, you're really not. <laughs> I had an observation where they said to me, they were like, so this isn't on the observation, but you know, I just want to say, I feel like your TikTok personality is better than your teaching personality. <gasps> And I was just like, Bro, but this I'm is throw hands. like this like, isn't even on the. Th- and I just remember sitting there thinking, "Wow, thanks for that. That really helped me like grow wow. as a teacher." Like, and then it was just like, and then it went into a story being like, I turned around to a student today and was like, "Oh, you've got Mr. Thomas," and they're like, "Yeah," and she was like, "Yeah, he's the fun TikTok teacher," and they were like, "Oh, yeah, he's not really like that in class," and that made me sad. Oh <laughs> my like, gosh! Yes. And this is making me sad now. But, like, you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't have, like, you should be more professional in the classroom, right? Like, yeah, but in the classroom, it's not all like, hey, everybody. Could you imagine? The next day, you should have came in dressed up as Ursula. Oh, imagine. This is what you should have I'm, I'm just there, like, coming in dressed as Ursula, you know, just like, oh, yeah, we're doing all my cement today. Like, excuse me. They <laughs> <laughs> came in dressed as Woody and Buzz. Oh, I need to change my costume. But, like, you don't know that. Like, as a new mm-hmm. teacher, you go in and you feel like literally a deer in headlights. Yeah. You don't know. Right. And yeah. you're like, I can't 
rock the boat. And it's usually nine times out of ten, you're like opposite a veteran teacher that's really like, you don't need to do any of this. And you're like, oh, but I think I do. Right. <laughs> and it's just like. Right. Or like the veteran teacher, the veteran teacher, like, speaks their mind all the time and has no qualms about going up in arms against oh, something. Oh, no And qualms. you sit there and you're like. <laughs> and you're like I will say nothing all year <laughs> like, my first year teaching I was scared that they apparently your lesson plan was supposed to be submitted by Thursday at 345 <laughs> oh, the first time I oh ever my. had to submit my lesson plan it was like 330 and I wasn't done and I was literally crying because I was like oh my god I'm gonna get in trouble this yeah. lesson plan is gonna be submitted and the next day one of the teachers came in and was like girl I hadn't even thought about my lesson plan yet I was like I thought they were due yesterday at 345 she's like girl turn them lesson plans in at three four i was so mad because i was like crying the day before because i didn't know listen my first year teaching um luckily the school i was at had three vacancies all in second grade so mm-hmm. three of us were all first year teachers oh god and so oh. we, we kind of like band together to try and help each other so the one uh the first time we had to turn in lesson plans my district required i'm not i'm not exaggerating our lesson plans were literally like 20 pages long for language Each arts week? yes for Dang. language arts and for math Dang. so i like the first time we ever had to make them we literally went to starbucks together and we sat there for seven hours oh on a sunday gosh. writing our lesson plans i was like this is hell why did i pick this job okay. and like hey you know but like it's the week. things like that like you don't realize even like okay data Data. We have no idea. Well, what do they do with the I data? Don't even know I don't know. know. Y'all take all this data and bother me. Make my pressure high at these meetings for data. I ain't never seen nothing that y'all do with this data. They look at it. And, uh, and I just remember like, analyze they it. it right. They file thirteen. It <laughs> going back to like Vinny talking about being a deer in headlights. And I know it's something that like a lot of like you don't even think about. And maybe it's just me. I don't know. But when my first year teaching, one of the first staff meetings that they ever had, they're like, okay, so here's the deal about insurance and the retirement stuff and like you have to pick which plan and like i had never that stuff even was so thought confusing. about it like no one explained that to me how that were they're talking about 401ks and i'm like i don't even know what that is as like i just graduated college i was just hired <laughs> a couple weeks ago you didn't know what a 401k was at the friend. time i didn't oh, now i friend. do but like i didn't know i knew what a 401k was i have a 403b and i didn't know what that was what the hell is that it's just a tax shelter account. So oh, like, see, it's a okay. secondary I see, retirement. They just like had this meeting and they're like, okay, here's the deal young. with the insurance. But like no one even, no one told me that we were even having that kind of meeting. Apparently everyone just knew, oh yeah, first meeting of the year is like insurance. I didn't know what it was. I had no idea like what I was supposed to expect. No one explained it to me. And I was just like, what okay, is this? You like, know I something funny? talked about this in school. You want to know something funny? What, what? I did to myself my, what, what, my what? first year of teaching. <laughs> so, <laughs> going off of what you said, the finance stuff, I didn't have a clue about that. And uh, right. so the 403B that I have, um, the guy, like the, the guy who's the financial advisor comes around to the school and he talks to all of the teachers and if they want to change anything, cool, if they don't, whatever. So the first year he was like helping me set up my 403B. And he's like, do you still live at home? And I was like, yeah, I'm tw- I'm 22. I don't got a house. And so he, he's like, okay, okay, that's good. So you don't have a house payment. And he's like, so, you know, right now, since you, you know, you don't have as many bills as you might have in the future, now would be a really good time to put, you know, to be aggressive with your account and put whatever you, you know, you can in there. And I thought... 
because I'm stupid. I thought that the 403B was my only retirement. I didn't know I was getting STRS. Oh, God. So they take 15% of your paycheck for STRS. Mm -hmm. I was putting an additional 15% into my 403B. So 30% of my paycheck was going into my retirement fund. And they won't let you change it. No, well, so then I... I went, I got my first couple paychecks and it was like, I was making like six, $700 a paycheck. And I was like, mom, I'm like, I can barely afford my car payment. I'm like, how am I going to, I'm like, what do I do? And I'm like, I'm like crying <laughs> no. and I'm looking at my paycheck. I'm like, this can't be right. I'm like, what am I making here? And then I, you know, Jordan, my husband went to school for business and he happened to be like in a finance class at the time. And he was looking over my paycheck. He's like, you're putting double into retirement right now. It makes me mad because they know. They, when knew. they be talking to them yeah. teachers. Well, then the next year. They know. He came back and I was like, yeah, we're changing this to 1%. Okay. And he was like, are you sure? Because cause they make commission yeah, off of that. Yeah, because I should have right. cut yeah. you out last year. When right. You- <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm sure. And Jordan was like, just tell him I'm a financial advisor. He's not, but like, just lie. Yeah. And so I, I was like, yeah, I'm like, my, my fiance is a financial advisor and I, you know, he advised me that I don't need to be putting that much into this. And he's like, oh, he's a financial advisor? I'll mark that in your account. I didn't know that. Oh, he's my again. Y'all, that makes me so frustrated because it there are a lot of teachers that when they sit down with those people yep. to do that stuff, they do all this fancy talking. And then when you get your paycheck, you be low like that. Don't let these people swindle you into signing up for all this yeah. stuff. And you they give you on like insurance not. too. Like uh, my um, friend Sharon, she's like, bless her. She's a little bit older. So like when she has her like annual insurance with the district, they're like, oh, so have you ever thought about the fact that you might get cancer? And she's like, well, not really. But now I'm <laughs> Worry. And it would be like, like they'd say to me, they're like, "Do you need vision?" I'm like, "Well, I've never needed glasses in my life." And they're like, "Oh boy, if you need it," and I'm just like, "They're ridiculous. They're ridiculous." But okay, they get me on those though because Jordan has ulcerative colitis, yeah. so like, I I yeah. have the cancer rider, I have the hospitalization rider, mm-hmm. I buy all that because I'm like. Yeah. It's a possibility. I'm like, but like the fact that they do that to everybody. Yeah. Only and there was a clock, right. They're like, oh, but you know, what happens if you, you know, you know, you just like fell down a flight of stairs and then you broke every bone in your body. I'm what like, if you just, you know, <laughs> keel over and die? What then? Yeah, you got to have life pass. insurance to cover like, in front of your kids. Oh, my no, God. That's too much. But they like they really should have like a they life skills. To. And that might even go back to high school. There should be a yes. life skills class in high school. High skill. High school. And that goes with the paycheck because I think when you first get your proper like first job out of school you think oh wow even it like you know teacher salary I think my starting was like 40k in Arizona mm-hmm. and I remember thinking like $40,000 this is going to be so much money oh. I'm loaded because like I'd never <laughs> been I'm used loaded. to that like, <laughs> I was, I'm rich I was subbing before and bringing in like 20k a year so I was like oh my gosh like, I'm going to be making it rain and then like the pension hits the insurance yeah. hits and then yeah. you're like they take all this stuff and out. you're literally like I looked at my paycheck and was like I made a hundred bucks more this month than I did subbing yeah. and like subbing I could leave at the end of the day and be done and now I can't right. and I'm like this yeah, is so yeah. sad yeah I think I, like at any given time I have eight or nine hundred dollars in de- deductions on it my paycheck so and it's mad. yeah but like it's it's not like I'm just throwing random money into stuff like it's right. Right. stuff I need 
Yeah. And it's sad that I had no idea about that my first year. But, like, the good thing was that, like, when I get my yearly statement for my, my 403B, I'm like, look how much money I have in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I suffered for a year, but it's all good. <laughs> kind of going back to, like, things that we wish that we learned in school, like, that we just kind of learned on the fly. Imagine this. One of my best friends, we've been best friends since we were 13. Mm. Um, she does elementary, but during her student teaching year, um, the like she ha- she was with her CT, her cooperating mm-hmm. teacher, and the teacher next door was told by the school, "Hey, we've had you on like an action plan for like this many years in a row. We're not going to renew your contract next year." Personal improvement plan. <laughs> yes, and so <laughs> so the teacher literally said, "Oh, you're not renewing." This was maybe what in April. The teacher said, "You're not renewing my contract. Fine, I'm done," and just left. She just quit on the spot, like left. But my friend. Um, she literally was pulled from her student teaching classroom by the principal and was like, hey, by the way, we're going to contact your school. We're going to make you graduate early and you're just going to like go be the teacher right now. Congratulations. You're Can now a long-term make her graduate son. early? They didn't like, she accepted it. Like she could have obviously said no, oh, I, I think. Okay. But they're like, yeah, we're just going to work it out with your school and you're going to graduate a couple months early and be officially done. And you're just now a long-term sub. And like she never even got to finish student teaching. Wow. Isn't that like... I don't know how that's a thing. Don't you have to take all the exams? Did she have to do all that early? Um, I think she just took it as like, because she wasn't hired as a full-time teacher. She was hired as a long-term sub. So she still graduated. She still did the two months, but they let her be a teacher before she graduated. Kind of. She didn't have to go to her classes at school anymore. Like she just did That's teaching. That's crazy. My university would the, never. Man, union would never. My school and would. let me tell you, we went in to like look at her new classroom. It was the most disgusting thing. Yeah, they'd be leaving the classroom. I've ever nasty. seen. Like it was... It was bad. It, it took us days yeah, to get through the grind and like, oh. And like, let's not even talk about like the junk that like, you know, gets left be- left behind. When teachers retire, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them either will take their stuff and sell it or they just don't care and they want to leave, leave it. And they just leave it. They just walk out. And so you like have to go through all of their crap on top of your crap. And like, it's like, it takes, you know, your first, your first year, if you're like me and you move every year. Uh, it takes That's a terrible. long time to to get your classroom set up. It's That's <laughs> terrible. Well, on that note, we're going to end on that note. But let us know in the comments. <laughs> I want to know what you wish that you would have uh, learned in college that you didn't. But we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much Yay! for watching. And go follow us on all of our socials, Teachers Off-Duty Podcast. And we will see you next time. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Thank you.